take you back. Two weeks ago, a 50-year industry veteran posted on LinkedIn details of a discussion he'd had with a young person. That young person said he was considering sitting the course to acquire a demolition supervisor's card. This didn't sit well with our industry veteran, who took to social media to ask how such a thing could even be considered. And it snowballed from there. First, there were stories of individuals that had actually gained their supervisor card within three, and in one case, one year. Then came the criticisms of training providers for allowing this to happen, despite the rules dictating a minimum of five years' experience. We heard accusations of training providers putting cash before caution. And I got dragged into this whole mess when someone suggested that I might ask these questions of the powers that be at the National Demolition Training Group. Uh, I duly threw open the doors and issued an open invitation. That invitation was greeted by an entirely predictable radio silence. Uh, so rather than becoming embroiled in all of this any further, I decided to create a simple online poll to gauge the feelings of the people that actually matter. Not the suits and not the commercially driven training providers, but the actual demolition men and women. That poll contained just a single question with four possible answers. The question was, how much demolition experience should be required before someone is considered qualified to apply for a demolition supervisor competence card? Respondents were asked to choose between one year, three years, five years minimum, and it depends upon the individual applicant. So I've been monitoring the responses throughout the past two weeks. To begin with, it looked like a unanimous vote for the current status quo. Uh, almost all of the initial respondents said that a minimum of five years was the correct amount of experience required before someone should be considered for a demolition supervisor card. And then something changed. One person, uh, quite possibly the person that had actually earned his card with just a single year's industry experience, voted for, no surprise, a one year. But then it was suddenly a deluge of votes for it depends upon the individual applicant. Well, when the survey closed just before I came on here, the final scores were as follows. In fourth place, with just a single vote, was one year. In third place, with 3.9% of the vote, was three years. In second place, with 46.1% of the vote, was a minimum of five years. And in first place, with 49.5%, just under half the votes, was it depends upon the individual applicant. So that's what the hundreds of respondents think, but it doesn't really matter. It will not change the fact that at least one person has gained their supervisor card with just a single year of experience and is now working with a big name contractor. He may be exceptional, of course. There have been instances of 11 and 12 year old uh, children earning a place at Oxford and Cambridge universities. Maybe this guy genuinely is a demolition prodigy. The survey also doesn't answer the more pressing question. If the rules state a minimum of five years experience, how did one person slip through the net with just one year? As an aside, we also heard claims from others that, that said they had just two or three years experience before attaining their card. It doesn't address the accusations of cash before competence that were levelled at the training providers. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't address the initial question of whether a person with limited experience would have the requisite knowledge required to keep themselves and others safe. Nor does it address how fellow workers would respond to being told what to do 
by someone with significantly less experience. And I guess it also doesn't address why the NDTG failed to engage on this subject. But to be honest, that was never really a question. And maybe that is telling in itself. 